Welcome to the Roll for Combat Actual Play Podcast, where our intrepid adventurers are playing through the Pathfinder adventure, The Fall of Plaguestone. Join us every week as our daring adventurers face treacherous monsters and deadly obstacles on their quest to save a town from utter destruction. Lead on, listener. Your quest awaits. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat, The Fall of Plaguestone. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the crew gets back to business and starts tracking down Villery. So this week's intro is going to be really short, just because I don't have a ton of time to get this done. I just wanted to quickly mention, for those of you interested in our two new podcasts, we are looking to start those currently in the middle of March. That is where it looks like they are going to be ending up. I don't have the exact date, still figuring things out, but figure about a month from now is where you can start listening to them on a regular basis. However, if you want to listen to them earlier, you can become a Patreon, where you will, at $10, get to listen to us recording them live, or at $5, you can get them a week early. It is up to you. But do look for Extinction Curse and another new one with the cast from Dead Sons, coming out in approximately one month. They will probably overlap these podcasts, so believe it or not, there will be a small period of time in where there will be four podcasts coming out at the same time. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but four podcasts at once. Don't worry, it's not going to last very long. The overlap will be just at the very end of Dead Sons and the very end of Plague Stone. Otherwise, well, I personally think four is too many, even for myself. That is a lot of podcasts. So be on the lookout for that in the near future. Also be on the lookout of the character sketches for the characters from The Extinction Curse. We're actually going to be calling that one Three Ring Adventure. And you will be able to see what Vanessa and Rob and Lauren are playing, as well as our new member, Rob Pontus from Order of the Ember Die, and also the No Direction Network. So look for those in the very near future. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's episode. So last we left off, you have been ransacking the southern part of this fort, you managed to go through some nice library. You trapped some poor little kitchen helper in their kitchen. You managed to get into her sleeping chambers and find stuff. You're carrying around arms full of potions and coins and silver, yet you have no idea what most of them do because it takes 10 minutes. So who knows? Maybe drink one randomly, maybe throw one randomly. Who knows what's going to happen. And you also have a buttload of potions that you found on your last encounter. But for now, you are facing a set of double doors leading up to stairs. And I believe you're about to open them. They were checked for traps and locks. Rob Tremarco is playing Cade Thistlerot, the halfling rogue thief. They're always checked for traps and locks. If I haven't already done it, I do it. I think you already did it. Lauren Sieg is playing Prue Frosthammer, the half-orc spirit barbarian. You did, and there were no traps or locks that you could find. 
Then I take a little jaunty bow, and I say, after Prue. <laughs> Alright, I'll just push the door open. You push the door open. Standing at one end of this long chamber is a marble statue of an elven woman holding a flask. She is dressed in a flowing gown, and liquid tears streak down her cheeks into a small pool surrounding the statue's base. Other than the faint burbling of water, this chamber is peaceful and still. So in front of you, you see a chamber. It is, what is it, 15 feet long, or 15 feet high, and 25 feet long. To the west is a fountain leading into a 10 foot by 5 foot pond area. There's another set of double doors leading to the north and a set of doors leading to the east as well. Lots of fun things. Well, I step into the room and can I look through the keyholes of those other doors? Can I see what's on the other side? You can do anything you wish. I want to look through the keyholes. I want to get some information. I feel like there's bad guys very near us. Um, while she does that, Celeste is going to look at the woman in the statue and study it and see if she recognizes anything about it. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Celeste Carvassalon, the human angelic sorcerer. I think it's the witch. Like, I'm just wondering, is this carved recently or is it old? Is it anyone I recognize? Is it a deity? You look at it, you can't seem to determine who this person is. Seems to be a beautiful woman. Seems to be fairly new, like very recently built. But as to who this is, you have no idea. Okay. So there's doors to the north and a door to the east. Which way should I check, everyone? I'm feeling like big doors are maybe the more immediate priority. Jason McDonald is playing Brixley Silverthorn, the gnome champion liberator. You got it. I go up to the, the, the big door in the north. I check it for traps. And I check it for locks. No traps. And I believe it's unlocked. Let me double check. Unlocked. I look at Prue and I say... It's untrapped and unlocked. Just for Prue. Well, I'm probably the one who's going to open this door. Yes, unless, yes, you are. Unless unless Celeste would like to step up to the plate, and I'll scoot aside a little bit. Uh, Celeste takes a giant step back toward the southern doors that they came in. Uh, that's what I thought. I'll open the doors. Oh, shoot, I moved too far. She's gone. Mm. Okay, you open the doors. The doors open into a long chamber packed full of alchemical gear and experiments. Cauldrons stand next to tables where even now volatile mixtures are brewing and bubbling. A large furnace is opposite the door just behind a long pool of water with the statue of a woman standing at its head. To the east, a passageway reveals a set of descending spiral stairs however you see other things in here attending the forge and the cauldrons you see three large creatures appearing like large wingless homunculi 
They are doing basic tasks like tending an ongoing experiment, cleaning the place, attending the cauldron, or going through some alchemical equipment. Wait, like large, like large, large? Like 10 by 10 homunculi? They're actually, the funny thing is, no, homunculi are actually very tiny. So they're large for homunculi, but in the world of Pathfinder, they are considered small. So they're small (laughs) in terms of actual size. But for homunculi, they're large. Oh, okay. So there's some real big homunculi in here. All right. Do you think maybe if we don't do anything, they won't say anything? Let's see. They are completely ignoring you right now and just attending to their chores. Ignoring us as in, like, they've noticed us and don't care? Your perception is not sharp enough to notice that. They just seem to be going about their business. I will cough audibly. They look up at you and then look right back down and continue on their chores. Beautiful. Let's bypass these little weirdos. Yeah, I'll walk in fully expecting someone to knock a cauldron on me. Roll for combat! There it is. I guess coming in the room. The second you walked through the doors, they immediately spring into action and drop everything they're doing. All four of them, as there was one around the corner that you couldn't see, suddenly spring into action bare their fists and looks like they're going to start punching and doing other things of nastiness. Cade, you are up first. All right. I take out one of my lesser acid flasks and I throw it at um, the one, I guess, by a, by the table, across the table, um, the far end of the room. Let me ping it. Ping it. I think you have a flask in there. You could just throw it at it. And just yeah, it. I'm going to take it out, throw it. You do that. We'll take care of the damage later. It's one action to take out the flask, one action to throw. Well, you roll a two for a six. So you I don't miss even the ground. Close. In fact, that is a critical miss. It doesn't even uh, come close. <laughs> how many hero points do I have? One? Mm. I don't know if a hero point's worth this. Not worth this. Oh, well. You got one more action left. Sure. Moves in. Yeah, I'm not going to go too far. I'm actually going to back up just a little bit so we can get a nice bottleneck effect. Is that as far you want as is, is that as far as you wanted to go? That's as far as I wanted to go. Okay, just checking. Now the three alchemical drudges, one right after another, goes. Chemical drudge. Ugh. This is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Oh, bad. Oh, bad. Oh, bad. One of them. Comes over, shoom, 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 opens up his mouth and vomits a pool of acid onto Prue. Prue, give me a reflex save. This is fantastic. This is truly what I wanted to do. Oh, oh, 14 19, on the die. 19, very good. Let me put the acid on the ground because that's permanent. Let's make it a nice, nasty green color. There we go. Acid on the ground on top of Prue. That's what we like to do. That was a bad song. 
It was the worst. It was pretty terrible. You get hit for six points of acid damage, but you jump out of the way. Woohoo! With your reflex save and only take three. However, that square is now covered in acid. Next, the other alchemical sludge all the way to the right. Actually, alchemical grudge, sorry. Moves over slowly. Very and slowly? Not that slowly. And vomits forth acid on to Cade. Give me a reflex save. 24. Not quite, not quite a critical success, but very good nonetheless. He does his little dance and only takes four points of damage. And finally, actually, last... Kate is within 15 feet of me. So yes. can I take a reaction and give him five points of resistance to acid to that damage? Oh, it's up to you. I think I can. <laughs> is that what you wish to do? Yeah. Okay. How does that work? Hold on. Let me bring I up think... the. I think there needs to be a triggering attack is the problem. I don't know if that counts as an attack. Oh, yeah, I guess that is your ruling. Was that not the... There was not an attack? Well, I thought it just said it takes damage. I don't... Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. It could. I don't remember. It's... I don't think it's an attack. It's a... What he basically is doing is vomiting acid onto the ground. And the acid will stay there. And you being on the acid area you take damage like that's permanent like there's a big yeah. pool of acid on the ground all it says <laughs> is enemy damages your ally resistance oh, okay. to all damage against the triggering damage okay that that's fine as long as it's damaged and not attack yeah sure you can do that how does that work you just give them acid resistance it's my reaction as a reaction yeah it's divine you don't you don't question it the divine hand of brixley yes. managed to save him once and for all brixley is divine Sorry, I didn't think to do that with you, Prue. Though you may also be outside else. 15. You yeah. also might be outside 15 feet because of the diagonals. So how long does that last, that um, acid resistance? Uh, the triggering attack. Okay, so it's just instant. It won't last after this. Yeah, it's only that attack, but then I can theoretically do it. If I okay. want to burn Fair my enough. reaction, I can do it once per round, I guess. Okay, another one has moved up this time next to Cade. And it's going to just punch you with his fist. Nothing special. Except his fist was full of lightning. Did I forget to tell you that? And he does six points of damage. Plus, Did he roll any any less than a 22? He rolled a 21. Exactly. Great. So if you want to use your reaction. Reaction, reaction oh. plus two my armor class. That's a nope. Okay, he's about to punch you with his lightning fist, but he misses. And he'll just do it again. Does your AC stay with that plus two for the rest of the turn? Uh, I nope. don't believe so. Prue is up, and you're standing in a pool of acid. Hey, I made my reflex save. I can. The, the acid's in, still there. Yeah, I'm going to step uh, to the side. Hopefully, since I'm next to this pool of what I assume is water... Maybe you're gonna have trouble standing there. Uh, from this position, I'll I'll bring my flail down on the drudge. Here comes the drudge. Here comes the drudge. Here comes the drudge. Seventeen just misses him barely. 
If 17 is barely a miss, I'm wondering if it's worth it to attack again. I think... I think it might be. I'm going to attack again. 15 misses by It was more. a good try. Celeste sees all of this happening. There's a whole bunch of drudges in front of you. There are a whole bunch of drudges. I don't have any great area of effects, and these alchemical items only do a couple points. Plus, if they're doing all this acid damage, would acid even work on them? Yeah, my guess is that my flask, even if it hit, wouldn't have done much. They've got acid right. and lightning, too. Yeah, but I got good old flame, and that tends to light a lot of the stuff on fire, so she's going to use produce flame against that close alchemical drudge. Pitching a big old wad of fire at it. 16's going to miss. Ugh. Disappointing. Uh, and then... What do I do with my last action? I'm kind of afraid they're going to come in here after me, although they're not that smart. Well, Brixie's going to bottleneck them. That's true. Um, I'm going to put... You know, I'll put Guidance on Brixley. That's a good idea. Uh, go on, Brixley. You got this. And you get Guidance. Nice. Okay, the last drudge goes. Walks there. Stands right on the acid. Because he don't care. And then he pukes acid right onto Prue. Give me a reflex save. Oh, boy. 15. That ain't gonna do it. For me, that's pretty good. You take 9 points of acid damage and the room is slowly filling with nothing but acid on the floor. Brixley and the Wondercat are up. Alright, I'm going to move up and fill the gap. And actions 2 and 3 I'm going to attack. Hit with a 27. You almost critted. Roll the 19. Six points of damage. This is not a finesse attack, right? This is just a minus five to each additional attack. Um, I'm. I thought rapier might be a finesse weapon. It might be agile. Agile. Finesse weapon. Whichever. I just don't know if it's agile. Hold on. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Miss. And there since I did all three actions, I can't control the cat. That's right. Kate is up, standing on his acid bath. Which yike. Back away, and I will attack with my short sword. One more time. Four. Whiffity whiff. Okay. This drudge is just going to do nothing except punch Prue, because Prue's just there. Tries to hit you with a 17 misses by a mile. Does hit you with the 21. Does four points of bludgeoning damage plus acid exploding out of its fist for two more damage. And then misses by a mile with an eight. I guess a critical miss. The next one decides to walk up into the acid pool and vomits acid onto Cade. Give me a reflex save. Great. Oh... Two ain't gonna do it. Wow. Four points of damage, unless Brixley's doing something magical. <laughs> I'll take that one. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and take that. But now you're within 15 feet of Prue if she gets vomited on. And now the one standing in front of Brixley is gonna yeah, vomit. Yeah, looking a little more beaten up. Vomit onto Brixley. More acid on the floor. Give me a reflex save. 
21. Very good. Nice. Reflex save. 10 points of damage, but only 5. Because you're just that cool. But he still has one action left, so he's just going to punch you. And he misses by a small amount. Not by much, but a little bit. Prue, you're slowly getting surrounded by acid. What do you do? Yeah, Prue, is... get out of there. Stand oh. in the water. Yeah, I'm wondering, how deep is the pool of water next to me? The pool of water? That is a good question. Um, Not that deep. It's like, you know, a pool you would see in a shopping mall. You can sort of wade into it, if you will. I'll say it's difficult okay. terrain, though. Okay. I'm going to move into the pool of water. I'm hoping that if they... If they puke in there, then maybe the water will help disperse it. You know, water is a good buffer system. Further uh, away. Further away? Further away. Why would I move further away? Because Celeste is like, get out of there. Oh, I have to I have to start attacking. Um, and I need the temporary hit points, so I'm going to use an action to summon up my rage. Okay, you're raging full of ghosts. And then with my last action, I'm going to attack the drudge that has not gone yet in this turn. Natural one, my favorite. Dynamite. That's like the third one so far. Celeste. Well, I told you to get out of the way. Yeah, I told you to get out of the way and you didn't. So this is on you. All right. If Celeste, things don't turn around, I'm probably going down. I mean, you might go down from this, which is why I said get out of there. And you didn't. So let's just see what happens. Uh, Celeste is going to pull out a scroll and read off the incantation, causing a cacophonous noise to blast out uh, right in a big 10-foot burst that'll hit all four of these and poor Prue, who didn't know to attack and then run away. I'm using sound burst. You could angle it so it doesn't hit me. No, I can't. It's a 10-foot burst. And to hit all th four of them, it will have to hit you. If you had raged, attacked, and then ran off, it would have missed you, which is why I told you to move. But you didn't want to, so there we go. Yeah, that's where it has to go to hit You didn't all tell me you were about to attack four. me. No, I said get out of there. I thought it was out of general concern rather than... Uh... Yeah, same. <laughs> well, oh well. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Karma. Karma. <laughs> Yeah. Good for Prue. You do have a hero point. You know, 2d10. You got three points. Three points of oh damage. Oh, my God. They didn't even do the reflex saves. Oh, sorry, fortitude saves. They didn't even go. Fortitude yet. save. Can I... Oh, my gosh. Can I... Can I hero point the damage on this? I don't know. Can you? I think so. No. It's usually attack roll, skill check, saving throw, stuff like that. You can allow it anyway. You can allow it. You're the GM. I mean, if you want to blow a hero point on something as silly as that... Silly as that. I want to take all four of these jerks out. There, There's a bunch of them, and we haven't taken one down yet. Taken one down? You've only hit one. That's what I'm saying. We've had, like, like almost all of us have had a chance to attack twice, everyone except Brixley, and they're all still up. We so. keep whiffing. We keep rolling bad. I know. It sucks. Um, you can do it for a reroll. I mean... Alright, how about this? Four, six, if seven, I can use I it... If I can use it to reroll, but I want to move the center of it one intersection to the right, so it'll hit three out of the four of them and not through. Give me that, and then I'll reroll. I was looking at it. You can reroll a check. 
Let's see. I guess it's just a check, not damage. Yeah. I'm going to say not damage because then that opens up a very slippery slope of. Uh, I, can, I can see why they did that. Now, I'm going to say nope. But okay. I'm going to fortitude them. You might feel better because they're going to all make it anyhow. Yeah, fortitude save for one damage instead of three. Well, you're right, you didn't. How much, uh, yep. what's the fortitude save for that? I think it's really low. I, I think it's just my spell DC, which is 19. Oh, so it's actually pretty high. So they all failed. Ooh, they all take three whole points of damage. Game changer. What about, <laughs> I mean, what about Prue? It could have been. You're looking at this wrong. You haven't played with us. You see, when we play in Dead Sons, you did 15 points of damage, which is more than everyone else has done. So I really don't think that's so bad. That's no. true. That, that's a 15-point attack. So. And they're not weak against Take sonic pride. damage by chance? Oh, wait. They might be immune. Let me look. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. No, I'm kidding. They're not immune. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Although the list is pretty long. Uh, oh, the other one goes. Hey, look at that. Hmm. This one... It's pretty smart, though. It's funny. I was laughing before because Celeste says they're dumb. Who said they're dumb? I think they're smarter than Prue. I don't know. Homunculi are dumb, aren't they? Mm, these are magical homunculi. This one manages to flank Prue. Goes into the water with Prue. Flanking. Tries to hit Prue with its fist. Misses? Uh, I can't be flanked unless they're, they equal my level or not. Really? Why is that? Is that some thing? Barbarian. Well, same thing matter. as a as a rogue thing. Really? You can't be flanked if they're. I'd never heard that. It's never come up. Well, in that case, I have to put four of them around you. I'd prefer you didn't. I prefer I do. I'm already having a really rough go right now. I don't need more of these drudges. All right, I'm going to start with an attack. Probably two attacks. I'm thinking. You're standing you have to on make a hole. By the way. Standing on it the whole turn is probably going to be a very bad thing. I'm just going to tell you that. Or rather, should I say ending your turn on the ass? It's going to be right. a very bad thing. All right. Well, I can attack first. That is correct. You know, I don't know what's going on with these rolls, but you got a two. So almost a one. Not quite. I'll attack again. Got a four that time. And I guess I'm going to step back one. The dice are deciding that this will be our final episode. Ember still can't do anything. Cade, you're also standing in the ass. You yep. got two of them next to you. Uh, which one is hurt more? The one that Brixley, I think, attacked, right? Not for me to say. It was the one which, Brixley attacked. Which one did Brixley attack? The one on the right. Yeah. The one yeah. on the right. The one, the yeah, the one straight right. north of me. That was correct. Three. Game. Two, three, four. Jeez. I'm rolling poorly, too, if it makes you feel any better. It does. Okay. Me, me, not so much. <laughs> you did hit. You did hit there. You got a 20. Um, Great. Six points of damage. You pierce it. Ooh, ow. Now it's starting to look... It's starting to look a little beat up. A little. Not like majorly beat... Oh, you didn't want to stand in the acid and find out what happens? It's really funny. No, never. I'm sure it's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. In fact, you're going to find out very soon what happens. Okay. This We're one, running out of floor. Uh, you, well, that's kind of part of the point. This one sees Prue there, and what the hell? Let's see what happens. Vomits up poison 
sorry, acid onto Prue. Give me a reflex save. Okay. Knock down one of the walls to the pool. Oh my god. Look at these rolls. This is incredible. Rolled a nine. That might actually be. Is that a critical failure? Give you double Uh. damage. Not quite, but pretty damn close. Seven points of damage as it vomits acid onto you. Now, the acid goes into the pool, and it's swirling around, but it's still kind of, like, hanging out around you. It's definitely not going to, uh... It's definitely not going to dissipate immediately, I'll tell you that much. And then it'll just punch you. Okay, now that was a bad punch, finally. 14 points of damage. Ooh. And plus 4 acid damage, punching you right in the face. Next one... In front of Cade, steps up, vomits acid, give me a reflex save. Alright. Mm? You make it. So you take two points of damage. Floor is covered with acid. And rinse and repeat, another one vomits, this time on top of Brixley. More floor covered with acid, give me a reflex save. Critical success. Nice. No damage. You just jump out of the way. You're like, hot lava, hot lava. It's like the floor is made out of hot lava, but instead, hot acid, hot acid. Prue's not looking too good. Prue still has some acid kind of around her feet in the water, and there's two of these things flanking her. Yep, from the battlefield setup, this is going to be 2v1 until I go down. But I'll go down yeah. swinging, so I'm going to attack twice. Come here where I can see you. Yeah, move out of the water, maybe? So, yeah, so let's can throw a heal your way, maybe. All right, there you go. You finally hit. The oh, yeah. Woo. 17 damage. Max damage. Yeah, but I think he's still up, so. Oh, he's still up. All right, I'll swing on him again. And acid is by your feet. It's starting to burn, starting to hurt. There we go. Uh, nice. 15 damage. You barely hit him and killed him. Yeah. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna leave this area. Uh, Come where I can see you. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go next to Brixley. Okay. So when that one died, it exploded and you saw acid. No, it acid. didn't. Oh. No, it exploded, but not to hit you. Just exploded <laughs> in pieces and crumbled and acid came flying out of it. Not to damage you in any way, just to give you a little bit of flavor. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to come near where I can use Brixley's saving grace thing. Celeste is up. Celeste, they're coming to you. They're slowly, slowly bringing the acid down. To, in fact, it's right up to your feet. You could feel it. Go backwards, Celeste. <laughs> I won't, don't have enough actions. Um, I'm going to use one action to activate my angelic halo to increase my healing ability. And I am going to use a giant whopping second level heal spell on uh, Prue. And because of blood magic, that's also going to give her a plus one status bonus and saving throws for a round, just in case they try to vomit on her. Uh, so let's roll a nice big whopping heal. You are forgiven for your sound burst. Does that automatically scale to level two, even though it's in your level one slot? Uh, it does because it's a favored spell of mine. Got it. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yeah. So the favored spells, you can automatically scale up or down. Does it still use a level two slot? It does. 
Oh, it uses a level two slot. Oh, okay. Whoops. Hope you're keeping track of your slots because I just I am. One slot. All right, thirty-one Holy points. Holy moly! That's big what? heels. What the fuck? I'm sorry, I'm cursing, but I'm wow. so amazed at this heel. So this is really cool. That heel rudder. And I'm still on. damaged. That's incredible. So the heightened amount increases the healing by a D8 and another eight points for the two action version, which is what I used. And my angelic halo, because I leveled, does plus four on healing. So it's 2D8 plus 20. Pretty good. 31. And that's That's all three of my That's a lot of healing. Put someone back in the fight. The last one. The last one's like, hey, where'd you guys go? I'm just hanging out in the water over here. He walks over and vomits. On Prue, it's starting to become a standard action. Give me a reflex save. 14. Really? I rolled two ones. That's what, that's what you get. All of two your damage in of damage. <laughs> all of your damage in D20 Pro is all question marks. Don't you want to show us the numbers and see how terrible they can be? Oh, or or good? That's an accident. Well, I either turn it all off or on. There's so many secret rolls in Pathfinder. Oh, okay. Yeah, keep it all yeah. off then. No, it's okay. It's I'll attack it time. I just got to remember. I just got to remember. You got a three. You almost got all the single-digit numbers there, Brixley. Brixley, stop it, Brixley. Come almost. On. Almost. Play, play for real. All right, well, that one actually rolled a 12, but it's only a 15, which isn't enough to hit. It's just we like are flanking. Three. You are flanking. Uh-huh. Still not enough to hit. That's ah, so only close. 17. And standing in acid. I'm going to have starting to move, to hurt. obviously. Starting to hurt. Starting to hurt. Starting to eat your boots. Ember still can't go. Cade, you're covered in acid. It's everywhere. Right. Yeah, it's everywhere. All right, I'm going to move to flank. I'm going to attack this one here. That too. Mighty this fine. is terrifyingly bad. Eventually, you'll start rolling above. <laughs> there, you did it. You finally rolled a 15. Great. Good job. I roll. Is it immune to sneak attack? It is not. Right. There's three more. I think you're done. That's it. Okay, one of them is dead. Another one, the one that's being flanked, it's... um. It's moving up and going to puke on Celeste. Oh, oh, oh come do that. on. That seems cheap. It's It heard you that. It heard you say they're not very smart and is upset by them. No, it's upset. All right, 23. Whoa, I rolled nine points of damage. That made up for it. Mm. You take four points of damage and you are now standing in acid. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and use my reaction to cancel that. Oh. oh. Yeah. You're so sweet. Hey, keeping the healer up is an act of self-preservation as well. True. Besides, I haven't used it in a while, so whatever. One of them walks up and pukes on to Brixley. More acid. Give me a reflex save. Even worse. Ugh. Eight points of damage. Prue's up. I like how the entire floor is nothing but acid. It's just acid everywhere i love it Cruise up i'm glad you're enjoying that you're standing on acid yep i'm sure i am all right i'll have to deal with that in a minute 
Right now, I've got to take care of this alchemical drudge next to me. With the way we've been rolling, I'm due for two more hits. So let's see if I can get them. You hit. All 11 right. points of damage. Roll the 13 for right. 23. All right. One good hit deserves another. Six ain't going to do it. Nope. All right. And then I'll step over so that I'm not in the acid. Celeste is standing in acid. It's biting into her delicate clothing and dissolving it. Yeah, we're we're having none of that. No, it's not, because Brixley protected her nice slippers from acid. That was last turn. Now it's all last turn. turn. Yeah, the acid's still on the ground, though. Yeah. Uh, Let's get out of here. She's going to run out of there to the back of the wall um, into the previous room. Uh, and then she's going to cast Produce Flame and huck it up at the one in front of Brixley. Hit. Eight points of damage. Fantastic. Good job. Take that, jerks. And they don't happen to be weak against fire, do they? Mm, nope. Okay, there's one standing in front of Prue. Mm, decides to attack you, why not? With acid, give me oh, a reflex save. 24. Hey, I finally rolled well. Yeah, you did. You only take uh, three points of damage. And then he punches you. Miss is critting you by one point. Rolls a 19. <sighs> but he hits you with five points of damage. But then something weird, he hits you with cold. You're like freezing. You're like, what was that? That guy has cold damage. That is weird. Brixley, you're standing in more acid. I know. Time to attack. Yes. Fantastic. Almost critted, but you're not quite. And you did, uh, yeah, good job. And then I'm going to move and attack the one near Cade. Not quite. Ah, well. Can't all be winners. Cade, for the first time in forever, you're not standing. I love how the cats just kind of sit in the corner of the room watching this all unfold. (laughs) Cats just like, whatever. What you guys doing? It looks pretty deadly over there. Cade whips at his sword, does a fancy move. Sword's out. Oh, my goodness. Come on. You were flanking, so that might have I am flanking. Oh, that's right. There you, there you go. go. Ten points of damage. Max damage. How about a sneak? How about sneak sneaks? sneaks? Ooh, almost max fob. damage on the sneak. A little five point sneak. Mm, you, you, he doesn't look too good. He looks like he's falling apart. It's nothing but uh, little uh, pieces of uh, string and twine. He's still going to puke on you. Puke, 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 oh, Cade. All right, let's reflex, reflex it. Save. God, this is such a pretty room. Hey, now the rolls are coming. Two points of damage. And they'll just punch you in the face. Misses. That one's dead. Prue is up. Prue, are you standing in acid? Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just about had enough of these drudges. I'm going to kill the one in front of me now. Watch this attack. It's going to kill it. Thirteen of the tiles are covered in acid. Thirteen. I love this. Yeah. You hit 14 points of damage. I'm still standing. And he's still standing. This guy's the son of a something. All right. How about another one? Yeah. Come on, dice. Oh, my goodness. Seven. 
All does right. not do it. All right. For 12. I'm going to use my last action to step between the cauldron and the table and get out of this acid. Oh, don't you want to find out what happens if you stay in the acid? Not really. Celeste is up. Oh, I have a good idea. I know what I'm going to do. Thanks. Oh, don't say that when it's my turn. Now I'm scared. Uh, Celeste is going to pitch another little ball of pretty's flame at the one she's got a shot at right up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Dang it. That's awesome. It. Didn't do great. To, actually, it's impossible to do nine. I don't know how it got nine, but whatever. That's impossible to do I nine. I know. It's impossible. Yeah. But you kill it. It only had like one hit point left anyhow. That's why I didn't. Oh, but you, you killed it. Boom. It's dead. Awesome. I think it's because it's if the formula listed there is right, it's only multiplying the four by two or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm having you roll. I'm having you roll your crits uh, now manually because the formula is off in here. For the the crits are so different in um, Pathfinder two, so it doesn't matter. You only had one hit point, so you killed it no matter what. You hit it for anything. Cool. All right, I'll take it. And you have one more action left, I believe. I oh, I do, I do. What do I do with one action? Um, I don't have actually much that's good with one action. I'm going to move back up toward the edge of the acid there so I can see better what's going on. There's only one left. Walks up. Vomits. onto Prue. Give me a reflex save. 23. Pretty good. Three points of damage. Brixley, you're cornered in acid. But you're not in acid. Just cornered. What do you do? I'm actually going to run up through the acid. Ooh, heroic. Are you like saying make an attack? Parkour the whole time? Parkour. Parkour. Oh, man. Ooh. And then just for the finishing flourish, I'm going to use my much maligned long jump as a single action <laughs> to, to jump over <laughs> the acid. You've never used it. Whee! Good thing he did now. Long jump. Long jump takes two actions. No, but that's the thing. I took the feet no. that gets it down to a single action, which you oh. mocked before. Well, it's still an athletics check. I didn't mock you. It's equal to the uh, distance of you. attempting to move. I definitely it. did. You have to, yeah, you have to still make the check, bad buddy. You could still fail. That so athletics? Fun. Yes. Uh-huh. You could just walk. You could do that. You don't made steal, it. Don't steal my moment. I didn't want you to fail. He made it. He rolled a 13. He rolled a 5, but he still got a 13. The that DC. was my action movie moment. I did the, the drive-by slash and then leap. <laughs> it was yeah. a good moment. You did it. You leaped just in the nick of time. Can I do? Can I also do like the, the superhero landing where I land on one knee? Superhero landing. You know, that's really hard on the knees. <laughs> but it looks so cool. All right, you're out of combat for now. A lot of acid on the floor. What are you doing? So how how do we get over there with all this acid? I don't suppose anyone brought a large pill bottle full of Tums? <laughs> Is there anything we could use as like a bucket in the room that we could like rinse the, like use water from the fountain to clear a path? I've got my helmet. What's in the cauldrons? Cauldrons are bubbling and filled with alchemical materials and stuff. 
So Celeste is in that uh, second room they were in, and she's going to start searching around for anything she could use to clear the acid or anything interesting. Well, now she decides to look into that. Does my adventurer's pack have a water skin in it? I should double check. Probably. I mean, there's, I don't know, what is it, like 100 square feet of acid on the floor or something? So there's a lot of acid, Uh, but something... Yes, I do have a water skin. So in the immediate short term, I'm going to try to like fill the water skin from the fountain and see if I can see if pouring water on the acid kind of dilutes it or washes it away or anything. Okay, the water is actually fairly clean. And you mix it and start to pour it onto the acid. but And it explodes. After about a minute, the acid starts to dissipate anyhow. The water helps it along. But while you're looking around for things and getting water skins and trying to get your helmet out, the acid just naturally dissipates. And it's gone. And the floor is much cleaner where it was. Much cleaner. And that's it. What do you do? You got four dead alchemical drudges. I don't suppose anything of them can be salvaged? You'd have to look and do a crafting check. Yeah, not really Celeste's thing. Yeah, do they even particularly, like, carry loot or wear clothes? I thought they were, like, sort of, like, supernatural beings or whatever. You look at them, and they do not have any equipment on them. However, they did seem to have these strange reservoirs fitted into their fists, where you can see where they're slotted with things like acid or fire or electricity or cold that's why that was causing different types of damage when they were punching you because it was literally like siphoning it out into the punches is there anything useful on the tables well yes there's quite a bit you see the central table has common alchemical items ready to be shipped there's a small crate with an address on it, as well as another crate, as well as a small box. So what happens when we pop those crates and boxes open? Is that what you do? Let's check them for traps first. Let's check them for traps, that's right. Right. They don't seem to be trapped. They seem to be shipping crates with an address on them. That's about it. What's the address? Chelish, capital of Agorian. They're chemical agents going to Chelyax. Or from there. Or from there. Well, is it in the from position or the to position? It looks like it's going to go to them. Hmm. They don't seem to be trapped. All right. Crack crack them open. They're not trapped. You crack it open. The larger crate has six. Well, you could probably guess what's in there. Six alchemical vials of some sort. Appears to be bombs. You pop open the smaller crate. Four alchemical items in those as well. And then the last one, the very teeny tiny one, is this beautifully small velvet-lined box containing a silver dose. Appears to be quite fancy. Um, You said there was a velvet-lined box full of what now? One potion. Mm. Basically, you found six potions in the large box, four potions in the small box, one very fancy potion in the velvet-lined box. Is there a shipping invoice that just clearly tells us what each thing is? That would have been very interesting and nice to know, but nope, there is not. What an inefficient way to run a shipping operation. Seriously. 
And they're, and they're not labeled. Nope. The substances don't look very similar to substances that we've already obtained and identified from the same organization. I never said that. I'm just I'm just saying that we've we found a lot of alchemical loot. I was wondering if it looked the same as the alchemical loot that we've already found. Yes, it does. Oh, can we get some identifications for free or are we gonna have to do the ten minutes? You can do accelerated crafting check is what I'm gonna okay. say. Okay. Okay. You can do an accelerated craft. What's your craft? Uh five. Do you put on the goggle? Yeah, you I'll put, put on, on the goggles. Goggle. It gives you Yeah, a plus that makes one. it six. That's right. Okay, you spend a minute, and you're like, oh, I know what these six are. These are lesser alchemist fire. These look just like the other ones we have. All right, cool. So six alchemist fire. All right, the other one takes you a little longer. You weren't sure the four, but those are lesser acid flasks. Again, you have those. If somebody would have made an alchemist in this adventure, they would have been flush. (laughs) Yep. The really pretty one, you have no idea what that is. Um, you're going to have to spend... Ugh, the important full, one. You have to spend a full ten minutes to maybe figure that one out. It'll be worth it. That that's okay. Fun. We need to be healed. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, that's the only items that you can tell that appear to be worth anything. There's, you know, small alchemical equipment here and there, obviously. And there's something brewing in there. But that's about it in terms of value. Okay. Well, do we stop and heal, or do we continue on? Um, I mean, I can try to top us all off if you want to just keep going. I don't know what's best for us. That's why I'm kind of pulling the party. Well, it looks like we'd be, we'd have to take, like, at least 30 minutes. So it looks like you, me, and Kate are each down at least one heal. You might be two. I don't know. I'm fine. You saved me from any harm, so I feel like I owe you. So if we did it with lay on hands, it would be about a 30-minute rest. You want to just take some potions? Yeah, if we have enough healing potions, that would work. Um, while my halo is Roll still going. for combat! What? Oh, sorry, did I interrupt you? You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various role-playing games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other social media platforms. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to check for traps.